You're listening to Good Storytime. Hello, my name's Mandy. Are you ready for a story? Let's begin. The Adventures of Snugglepot and Cuddlepie, Part 3. This was most awkward. Oh, I know what, cried Cuddlepie. What? asked the other two, breathlessly. You can adopt them, Mr Lizard, said Cuddlepie. Of course, said Snugglepot. But what will my wife say, said Mr Lizard. Oh well, said Cuddlepie, you won't know till you get home. Hmm, but I can, I, I guess, muttered Mr Lizard. When they said goodbye to Mrs Fantail, who flew happily home, and had seen Mr. Lizard off with his two adopted children sitting on his back, Snugglepot and Cuddlepie heaved a sigh of relief. Hmm, what should we do now? said Snugglepot. Nothing, said Cuddlepie. You know what? That's a good idea, said Snugglepot. So they sat down in the lacy shadow of a baronia bush and soon fell fast asleep. They woke to the sound of music. A band was playing quite near. Birds were singing, frogs croaking, cicadas and crickets and bees, and a little brook all were in the band. It was a ragtime band, and Snugglepot and Cuddlepie grew restless. They heard voices. They are inside this wall, said Cuddlepie. Here's a crack, let's look in. So they peeked. And there they saw a jolly party, all dancing very hard, as if they were in a great hurry, but had nowhere to go. Quite near to them, Snugglepot and Cuddlepie saw a poor little blossom sitting all alone. Her dress was torn, and she was very dirty and sad. Nobody was dancing with her. I'll get in, said Snugglepot, and I'm going to ask her to dance. So he crawled through the crack when no one was looking, and asked the little blossom to dance with him. The little girl was so pleased. Now Snugglepot couldn't dance, and the little girl couldn't dance, so they got in everybody's way, and everybody looked crossly at them. Then they heard someone say, Ugh, what a dirty little blossom, and that nut has no clothes on. Yuck! They ought not to be allowed in. Snugglepot was filled with pity for the poor little girl, I'm sorry I've got no clothes, he said. Well, where I come from, we don't wear any. That doesn't matter, said Little Ragged Blossom. It's better to be a kind knot with no clothes than an unkind one, all dressed up. But I'd like to get some, said Snugglepot. My uncle sells very cheap ones, said Ragged Blossom. Shall I show you his shop? Oh, yes, please said Snugglepot. In his anxiety to buy clothes, he forgot all about poor Cuddlepie, and they went out of the dancing hall by another way. So Cuddlepie waited and waited and waited, till he grew tired and fell asleep again. While he was asleep, he had a dream. He thought someone was calling him, so he got up and followed the voice. He really did get up and walk along, though he was fast asleep at the time. Go 
Cuddle Pie, come here. The voice kept calling, and as it called, Cuddle Pie followed, with eyes wide open, yet fast asleep, till by and by he came upon a little stream. When his foot touched the water, he woke up. Help me, help, help me, called a faint voice near him. Where are you? called Cuddle Pie. I'm here. Help, help me, came the voice more faintly. Cuddle Pie scrambled and pushed and tore his way through the sticks and leaves and ferns until he came to an open space at the foot of a big tree. Then he stood in horror. He saw a terrible thing. A great iron trap was there, chained to a stake and tightly shut were its great iron teeth shut upon the arm of a poor grey possum. Tears were running down his face and the big gentle brown eyes looked at Cuddle Pie in agony. Oh, poor dear possum, who did this to you? asked Cuddle Pie. Humans, said the possum. They set these traps at our very doors and, and we run into them before we see them. Cuddle Pie was too unhappy to speak. He went to the stream and brought back some water in his cap, but the possum was quite still and his eyes were shut. Oh, said Cuddle Pie in anguish. Possum, dear possum, don't, don't say you're dead. But the possum lay quite still. All this time, Snugglepot was in the uncle's shop trying on clothes. There were strings of them hanging up, and some spiders and grubs sat on a high place, hard at work, making and mending. Snugglepot was very excited. Ooh, this is my first pair, he said. Oh, you look fine, said the uncle. They fit like a cocoon. So Snugglepot bought that suit, and a nice walking stick also. When he came out looking so grand, Little Ragged Blossom felt quite shy. She hid her face under her shabby hat and said, I like the dance and I like you. I'm going home now. And she ran away. Snugglepot was surprised. He couldn't say anything. And when at last he thought of running after her, she disappeared. But Little Ragged Blossom didn't go home. She had none to go to. She was just a little orphan. The bush creatures were kind to her, but she was nobody's business, and she had no one to love her. Suddenly, Snugglepot remembered Cuddle Pie. He thought he heard his voice calling in the distance. It was Cuddle Pie. When he had seen the poor possum lying so still, he had grown frightened and shouted, Help! 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 And he shouted louder and louder till Snugglepot heard him and cooed back and came hurrying to find him. While little Ragged Blossom, who was hiding, crept out and came after him. A lot of bush creatures were running in the same direction and quite a crowd had gathered by the time Snugglepot reached the place. When Cuddle Pie saw Snugglepot, he burst into tears and cried, Oh, see what the humans have done? Snugglepot was filled with grief, and the tears ran down his cheeks, 
while all the bush creatures cried in their own way. Nothing could be done. No one was strong enough to open that great trap. The poor, gentle possum must stay there until he died. Now, as everyone stood there weeping for pity, a great noise came sounding out over the breeze. All the bush creatures turned pale. Humans, they cried, and scuttled away, tumbling over each other in their haste to hide. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie stood spellbound as the great noise came nearer. Then little Ragged Blossom ran to Snugglepot. Come, hide, quickly! she cried, and led them up the possum track to a cave in the side of the tree. Just as they reached it, a monster dog came crashing through the bush and stood over the trap, barking, while close behind him came a monster human. Why, it looks like a giant nut, said Snugglepot, and he's got eyes like ours. Look, what's he doing? whispered Cuddlepie. Oh gosh, he's going to kill that poor possum. But no, the monster human opened up the trap with his strong hands and gently lifted out the little possum. Then he bound up the poor broken leg and they heard him say, Oh, those rotten traps, I hate them. And he pulled up the stake and flung the trap into the stream. Then he said, Come on, to the monster dog, and they both walked away through the bush. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie and Little Blossom were amazed. When all sounds of the monsters had died away, they hurried down to the possum. His eyes were open, and he gladly drank some water. Soon he was so much better that they helped him home. Well, said Snugglepot, when they were at last on the road again by themselves, Ragged Blossom had stayed back to help Mr. Possum. Well, he said, we have seen a human. Yes, said Cuddlepie. And a kind one too, said Snugglepot. I wish, said Cuddlepie, that all humans were kind to bush creatures like that. As they went along, Cuddlepie noticed Snugglepot's new suit and stick. Oh, Snugglepot, he exclaimed. What's the matter with you? I am dressed, said Snugglepot. Everybody does it here. Oh, said Cuddlepie, quite bewildered. Uh, must I wear those flappy things too? Of course, and we'll go and get them right now, said Snugglepot. So they went back to the uncles and bought a nice suit for Cuddlepie, and they both went strutting down the street, feeling most important. By this time, it was getting dark and all the glowworms were alight in the shop windows. As they were looking at the beautiful window of Cobweb and Co, a pretty girl passed them by. Snugglepot was glad he had on his new clothes and walking stick. It was Lilypilly, the actress, with her favourite bulldog ant. She looked at Snugglepot and Cuddlepie and they looked at her. Cuddlepie said, what a splendid bulldog! And then they all smiled and patted the bulldog. But the bulldog, who didn't like being patted by strangers, caught hold of the tail of Snugglepot's new suit and held on. 
Cuddle Pie caught hold of the bulldog's tail and pulled, and Lily Pilly caught Cuddle Pie around the waist and she pulled. Then Snogglepot, to keep himself from falling, held on to a post. Then they all pulled, and the tail of Snugglepot's new suit tore, and everybody went down, just as Mr. Lizard came running round the corner. So they all fell against him and knocked him over, and he went rolling down the hill into Mrs. Busy Blossom's washing day, and there was a mess. As all of this was happening, Lily Pilly's father drove up. He was a fat sort of person who always ate too much and had a lot of money. He was so amused to see them all go down that he laughed till he cried. And he said, I'll have that in my new picture play. You must be the actors. He shook hands with Snugglepot and Cuddlepie and gave them tickets for the picture show. Then he drove away, taking Lillipilly and the bulldog ant with him. He didn't look quite the right shape to be the father of Lillipilly, but it's so often in life. Mr. Lizard wasn't really hurt, only a little upset. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie were so pleased to see him back, and they all went off to the uncle's shop to get Snugglepot's suit mended. When Mr. Pilly handed the tickets to Snugglepot, he had dropped one, and little Ragged Blossom, coming along soon after, found it. She could hardly believe it was real, and shouted with joy. So loudly, in fact, that wicked Mrs. Snake, who had been following Mr. Lizard, crept out and was just in time to see her put the precious ticket in her hat. Mrs. Snake rustled her scales and flicked her tongue in glee as she slid along after Little Ragged Blossom. It was quite dark now and Blossom was hungry and tired, but she was happy for she was going to the pictures at last. Mrs. Snake followed her all the way to the park and saw her wrap herself up in a big leaf and curl up in the corner of an old seat. Just as the dogs can smell all sorts of things that humans can't, so too the nuts and blossoms, even the smallest flower, has its scent. Ragged Blossom slept on the broken seat because she liked the scent of the mauve orchid. When she was quite fast asleep, Mrs. Snake crept up and very wryly stole the ticket. Poor little Blossom woke just too late. She thought in her dream that someone was giving her a splendid new hat. And when she opened her eyes, she saw the shining tail of Mrs. Snake slipping away amongst the ferns. She felt in her hat. The ticket was gone. Only just in time she remembered not to scream, for Ragged Blossom was a kind little girl and knew that some poor ladies were asleep on the next seat and she didn't want to wake them. Hurrying through the ferns softly, she was in time to see Mrs. Snake disappearing into a hole. End of part three. You're listening to Good Storytime.